and welcome to Book Squad Goals. This is Kelly. I uh, am alone right now doing the introduction, which is rare, but it's because this week we are doing a very special episode, which is our travel sode. For those of you who don't know and are really confused and are like, why, what? We all record in different places, um, different locations, and it's very rare that we all get to see each other together. So we had this idea that we were going to go see an Ariana Grande concert because we love her um, in New Orleans uh, together because that's kind of a good central location. Just kidding. I'm like all the way in New York, so it's much harder for me, but that's fine. Anyway, we didn't buy tickets in time. So they became really expensive, but we decided to go to New Orleans anyway and just, uh, you know, have a grand old time together. So uh, that is what this episode is. I uh, did my best to record when I could. I'm going to probably be coming in and kind of like filling in some of the blanks if there's anything that we forgot to record or if something is like extremely confusing. Um, But for the most part, This is just going to be a little collection of moments from our trip, and we hope you enjoy it. And if you don't, we don't usually do this, so uh, come back next time for some discussion of books and or movies and or other pop culture garbage. I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, See you on the other side of this ukulele theme. I am at the airport. This is Kelly, by the way. I'm waiting for Mary to come pick me up. And this is part of my experiment. I was gonna try to order like a nice microphone from Amazon um, or like a nice recorder that would be portable. But unfortunately, Amazon is an asshole and locked me out of my account. But anyway, here I am at the airport talking into my phone. You can hear all of the ambient sound around me, so it basically sounds, you know, like one of those episodes of a very important journalistic podcast, like I'm um, on my way to do some serious research and investigative reporting, but I'm not. I'm going to drink a lot, probably. Anyway, uh, we'll see how this goes. You might not ever hear this, in which case... Uh, I don't know what to say because you're not listening. Hello. Hello. Okay. Cool. I'm recording right now. (laughs) Hey. Thank you for picking me up. Yes, of course. I figured I would just start recording everything. It's me, future Kelly, again. So, uh, you may have figured this out, but that's Mary that I just met up with. She picked me up from the airport. At this point, we uh, found a restaurant that was called The Tea Witch that we were going to attempt to go to to meet up with Emily, who was already in New Orleans getting her hair done to look extremely sexy for this podcast. And Susan will be joining us much later in the evening because she had to go to work and then drive all the way to New Orleans from Birmingham. Anyway, back to the fun car ride. We're almost at the Tea Witch. (laughs) (laughs) We are dead. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Okay. Cute. 
Oh, they're like doing construct. Oh, it's closed. No. Fuck. No. Fuck. No, our bus is beeping. Oh my god. What are we gonna do? <sighs> there's another. There's another coffee shop. Okay, I'm here. just gonna text Emily. Also, that person. It makes us all take a picture together and post it to Instagram. Of course. <gasps> you look I'm recording this hug. My hair done just for you. It looks good. It looks so good. In case you were wondering, the coffee shop we went to is called Mojo, and it was very good. At this point, we were like pretty excited about getting together and kind of forgot to record like when we got into our Airbnb and all that stuff. But I will say the Airbnb is very cute. The walls were turquoise. It had a spinning basket chair. What more could you ask for? Anyway, uh, we left the Airbnb to then go to dinner with Emily's mom, Bonnie, who was in town because she was celebrating her retirement by seeing Sir Paul McCartney. She was also with her friend from childhood, Jan. They both grew up in New Orleans, so you're about to hear some real New Orleans accents after, of course, our car ride to the restaurant when we realized that we needed to record some more. We're in the car on the way to meet Emily's mom. Bonnie. Bonnie. We're coming, Bonnie. She is in town celebrating her retirement. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yes. And she saw Paul McCartney. Yes. Sir. Sir Paul. Paul, her boyfriend. You're gonna have to listen to me give directions, I guess. I can I can still edit. Also, there's probably some lovely road atmosphere. Yeah, this is... Welcome to This American Book. Yes. I'm Kelly Glass. <laughs> Stay with us. Stay with us. Act one. Turning onto Pertania Street. Act one, Thai food. Act one, Bonnie. <laughs> yes, that's what it would be. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is, that's a good idea. So this is act one. Okay. Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> you know, my mom is an event. Bonnie didn't know she'd be meeting Emily for dinner when she went to see Paul McCartney. <laughs> Alright, turn right here at this light. Are we eating at the playground? Mm-hmm. With it. the dog? Is it? They're going to bring our food out to this field. The dog's the waiter. Mm-hmm. I always love how there's just Mardi Gras beads hanging off of all the telephone <laughs> <Everybody>. poles. <laughs> and everything. Yep. I will say I'm really terrible at parallel parking. Um, so well, basically no we're a block away, so you can park. You might be wondering why I'm keeping in this parking talk. Well, it's just for dramatic foreshadowing. Lady is carrying no flavor LaCroix. I don't understand why people do that to themselves. That is psychotic. This, you can't park here where this car parked. That's not allowed. No. That ain't a spot. It says no parking. You can park behind that car, though, but it's fine. You can park behind this car. Well, no. Eh, not really. You can park in front of this car. It says no, no parking, no parking. Right in front of there. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. We're in the restaurant now. Yes. <laughs> T-Rex is playing. Waiting for Bonnie. Waiting for Bonnie. I wonder how how much we can hear of this. Um, You can probably hear it pretty well, actually. Yeah. So... My mom is notoriously late to everything. She's here. She's here. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's here. Everyone be cool. I'm recording. Hopefully she'll be okay with that. Yeah. Hi, girls. Hi. 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 Hi
obviously I'm not going to play you the entire dinner conversation that we had. Also, there were some parts that are probably a little bit harder to hear because uh, I tried my best to put my recorder in the middle of the table, but, you know, some people talk louder than other people. I'm a loud talker. Uh, But I'm going to play you just some little selections of our conversation. Uh, We had this idea that we were going to try to ask people, you know, about their favorite book, which we really only managed to do, like, twice. So you'll also hear that in the upcoming conversation. Let me tell you how Jan and I met. Great. Yes, good idea. I was 11 and Jan was 12. Wow, an older woman. I know. <laughs> and I went to see A Hard Day's Night at the movie theater. It with, all started with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why this, this weekend was special. Yeah. So I went to the movie theater with my good friend Judy, and she was with her good friend Debbie. Right. And we were screaming the loudest in the movie theater. <laughs> And so we became friends, the four of us. And then after that, we went to high school together, and then Jan and I were roommates in college, and we've been friends all our lives. So that's a friendship based on something very special. And the reason I really remember that is I remember when then we, we met somebody else, and they said, oh, how old are y'all? And they went, we're 12. She's 11. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, I'm going to talk louder so that my thing can hear me. Um, what is the best book that you've read lately? I just finished a psychological thriller that I really enjoyed, and I kind of like that genre. Yeah. And the na- I'm trying to think of the name of it. But it was good. It had some kind of twists and things that were... Oh, The Silent Patient. That was the name of it. Okay. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. The Silent Patient. Yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was well written. And, yeah. You know. What What's your favorite genre to read? I do like psychological thrillers yeah. a lot. Do you find yourself reading those more than anything else? Not really. But I, I'm drawn to them. Yeah. But I'm in a book club. Oh, so okay. I didn't know that. I also read whatever the book club's reading. And. Usually, like Emily, I usually have several books going at the same yeah. time. Um, and so, you know, that's one of the things I like. And yeah. I usually am listening to one or two books, and then I um, I read two. Yeah. I mean, so it just depends. I just started reading Lincoln and the Bardo. Oh, I've heard of him. That's George Saunders. And a lot of people think very highly of it. Yeah. And I, at first I started listening to it, and then I realized it is not a book to listen to. Too crazy. Well, (laughs) yeah, I I didn't know what was going on. I I didn't know at all. So I um, got the book to read, and then I realized why I was so confused, because there are all these people talking, but they... As I recall, when I was listening, it was just one guy reading it, and I yeah, didn't. That would be. And I didn't understand. Yeah. So um, that's that one I've just started, and I just started listening to a book now called "Walking on the Ceiling." Okay. And it's about a young woman who grew up in Istanbul, 
but moves to Paris. Okay. And it's set in Istanbul and Paris, which is one reason I was attracted to it. I've been to both those places. Yeah, and I love <laughs> I love Istanbul so much. And um, the, the book My is, mom and I went to Istanbul together. Yeah, we did. That's cool. And you got a rabbit to give you a fortune. I did. What did the rabbit... I uh, don't remember. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> That's anticlimactic. Yeah. Look, I'm not the <laughs> one that started up. telling that story. So. <laughs> but the, the book is about this young woman who really likes this one writer, M., and the writer lives in Paris, and when she doesn't move to Paris for that, but she does meet the person. <laughs> yeah. Glad she didn't move to. It's Paris not a stalking. At least it's not a stalking book yet. Look, that happens in the Fault in Our Stars, basically. Yeah, but and they become friends, <laughs> See, she's and, too. and a lot of the book, from what I've read about it is them taking walks through Paris and having conversations. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, it sounded interesting, and it had a lot of stars. So, yeah. you know, I thought, okay. Well, there like you a go. lot of stars, you know. What's stars on what? Oh, on Amazon? Scribed. Striped? Scribed. Scribed. That's your, my your... new favorite one, because Scribed, you can get audiobooks, e-books, music, ah. magazines, it's cheaper than Audible. It's only eight ninety five a month, and there's no limit. You can have as We're many not books being as sponsored right now, but if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> as <laughs> always, well, you can cut that the, out. It's the squad at thesquadgold.com. Audible is really expensive, and quite frankly, I think it is bullshit that they only let you have six credits at a time. Audible, if you want to sponsor us, we will cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you think... Like the library, that you can check yeah. out. But so many times, books I want to read, I have to wait. Yeah, yeah you're eleventh on the list, yeah. you know. Or then I get it, and I only can have it for two weeks. And a lot of times, with everything I'm doing, time. I yeah. need more time. So I don't go as often to the library. And our library, anyway, the Athens-Paul County does not have a big selection. A lot of times I look for books and they don't have So the thing I like about Audible is they do have a really good selection. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think they also have books that don't seem like they should be one credit. Yeah. That are still one credit. Yeah, I do like that all of the books are the same. Here's the time for my pitch. Oh, okay. The, the Wait, so they did a whole trilogy. Did one credit. The Area X trilogy, which is three books, is one credit. Wow, that's good. And you can get like a Stephen King book that's like 20 hours long. The Wheel of Time that's 43 hours. You know, you know what this sounds like when I was young and I went to Europe? And it was hard to get books in English, right? And you're traveling. And so, uh, if I found a place and sold books, I would get the fattest book I could get. <laughs> yeah. So that's Alaska why I read the Brothers Karamazov. I would <laughs> never have read that, but it was like, wow, look how thick this book <laughs> is. It'll last a long time, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of a sin, but it was. I wanted to have something to read on the trains and all, and I needed. Yeah. She didn't have a cell phone to stare at, so. No. I mean, I'm in those days, and we didn't, I loved it when all of a sudden we had e-books, and I could take a stack. 
yeah. with me. Yeah. And get more there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, not worry about that. Because I used to bring books and then I would leave them. Yeah. You know, read them and leave them. So I would pack other stuff. So. It's kind of nice, though, to think somebody else might get this book and read it later. Well, that's what I like about now, these free little libraries that everybody's putting up. Because I think it's a great idea. Yeah, those are really cool. But Because aside from a few books, I don't really care about keeping. Yeah. I don't, most books I don't read over. There are a few books I've read more yeah. than once. I keep yeah. books if I really liked it. Because if I didn't like it, I get rid of it. But even if I don't know if I'm going to read it again, but I liked it, I'll keep it just because I'm like, I remember that book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You're a lot younger than me. If you're reading a lot of books I'm sure, and you're yeah. keeping them, you run out of space. And I have so many books that I haven't read because I work at a publishing company, so I'm always taking books home. But I, like, I found out Kelly worked at the publisher who upstairs was the publisher who published this like long fantasy series I'm reading it's 14 books each one's like a thousand like pages huge. and I was like Kelly can you just pop up there so what is your favorite genre fantasy probably science fiction okay if I'm being honest I mean I love like literary fiction yeah and young adult books but young adults like even not specific enough some of the young adult books are so good. I thought the book thief was excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that You know, book. and that was a young adult I, book. That's my problem with keeping books is I write about young adult lit and children's lit. And so if I read something that's young adult, yeah, even, if it's, it. even if I don't love it, I think <laughs> maybe I should keep it. Yeah. I might want to write about it. Right. Well, and... Um, Emily got me interested in reading Tayari Jones, and you know, I went to see her when she came to Athens, and so I, I listened to An American Marriage, and then I listened to Leaving Atlanta, and then I just finished reading Silver Sparrow. I haven't read any of her books. Me neither. I know you liked An American Marriage. I liked American Marriage, and I liked Silver Sparrow, too. Yeah. I wasn't as crazy about leaving Atlanta, okay. but the other two I, I like. I have a question, Yeah. which is a really obvious question, but what is your favorite book? Do you have one? Yes. <laughs> Do you? Really? Yes. I have several books, but I would say my all-time favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Not the follow-up. Yeah, of course. To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> And, I mean, Atticus Finch might be my all-time favorite character. And that's a book I've read more than once. Yeah. And another book I've read more than once, another favorite of mine, is um, Lord of the Flies. Oh, I love that book. I, I love thought you were about book. to say Lord of the Rings. No, <laughs> I love that book. I read that book in eighth grade. And when I read it in eighth grade, I read it like an adventure. Right, yeah. Then I read it again in high school. And I saw more of the metaphor. Yeah. I read it again as an adult and really understood more of the metaphysical stuff with Piggy. Yeah. So I think, to me, that's a sign of a really good book. That you get different That you can enjoy it at different levels. Yeah. And the fact that eighth grade me, and I was a pretty unsophisticated eighth grader, Jan <laughs> can tell you that. No, that, that kid could read it. Yeah. And then and adult me it, can yeah. read it and enjoy it and just get more from it yeah. and it, read it in high school. So three times it got 
different yeah, things on the really Another book I really Much like. Much referred to The Outsiders, which I also have to read all the time every time I take a white yes. class. Because you, like you like them. But it's... I don't it gets, like The Outsiders. It gets oh, you less don't. good every time I read it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lord of it's the Flies. It's going down. Yeah. Lord of the Flies is going up and The Outsiders is going down. <laughs> I, I like, it's and I know... A, it's a little brotastic for me. Oh, yeah. really? And the whole, like, cliche, cheesy thing at the end of, like, and all of this was my high school English essay. Yes, I absolutely. Oh, I really? Oh, that's almost like it was all a dream. Don't worry about it. That is bad. That is bad. What's your favorite book, Jim? Well, I'm moving I have a few that I really enjoy, but one that I read in our book club, and I can't remember the author's name, but, um... A Little Life. Have y'all heard of that one? You've read it? A Little Life. A Little Life. Oh, you know what? I said, I said we were, I wanted to read it for the podcast, but it's like 800 pages or something. That's probably one of the most interesting books I've ever read. And I, if I had to explain it, it's about friendships. It takes place in New York, but, but these guys, most, I think they were all gay, you know. But it was so interesting on so many levels. And Sandra had picked it for the club. I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. We're in Philadelphia recently. And my niece said to me, what are some books that have changed your life? And I think that's not necessarily always the books that yeah. you like the best. And I said, well, what are some? And I wrote these down. She said, Ishmael. Okay. I don't know that book. I haven't read it. And um, Colin said, East of Eden. And then one of them said, The Red Tent. Oh, that's a really good book. And then Between the World and Me. And then Colin said, Flowers for Algernon. Oh, yeah. That was such a depressing book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then somebody said, The Power. Oh, yeah, we read that podcast. Did you like it? It was really good. Yeah. Another book that I really liked is The Joke by Milan Kundera. Oh, I love You like that? I like uh, The Unbearable Life. I know. That's the one everybody knows. Yeah. I wow. went to the bookstore to get that That's one, one. and this guy said to me, he goes, you know, really, this one's better, <laughs> The Joke. I said, really? Okay, you know, I'll read that. I said, cool. Well, you know, I, so I got it. And yeah. it, it was. You like me and read both of them. Yeah, right, I did. But I mean, it was um, not necessarily, I would say, the most enjoyable book because it was challenging, but it was. It really changed the way I thought about things because, in essence, what the book is about is that it's a joke. Everything is a joke. And the more we think we can control our lives, the less we can. And so, you know, it starts off with this guy. He's trying to impress this young woman. And this is at the beginning of communist rule in Czechoslovakia. And so he writes this joke about communism to try to impress her. Well, she turns him in, you know, and he gets in trouble. And he was just doing it to... You know, yeah. as a student, and different things like this. And, like he decides to punish the guy that put him, that punished him when he was young. So he has an affair with the guy's wife, only to find out the guy's glad. He wanted to get rid of his wife. He had his own lover, right? So now, the, again, the jokes on him. 
So then he tries to break up with the wife, and she decides she's going to commit suicide, but she accidentally takes um, medicine that gives her diarrhea. She thinks she's taking sleeping pills, but she's taking, like, X-lax. She takes a whole thing of it. So she's in the bathroom, and he thinks she's committing suicide. He keeps going, let me in, let me in. She goes, no, no. (laughs) And... Like he he's dating this other woman, and she's a. I mean, typical Milan Kundera. Everyone's really dating is. everyone. She's a prostitute, and she doesn't want to have sex with him because to her, she wants to have a good relationship. So he thinks she's like this pure, tannical woman, you know. And so it's like it's like, but I love the whole idea that the more you try to control your life. Yeah. The more life screws with you, you know, and the joke is on you. And that's what it was. The whole thing was about how the yeah. joke's on that you. That sounds good. I, I thought it was good. I'll probably tell you the whole story. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds very Milan Kundera. It's always like five different plots going right. on at one time. My Everybody's story about the unbearable lightness of being is that I had a copy of it, and my friend borrowed it, and then she lost it, and I had never read it. So I still hadn't read it. Then she bought me a new copy, and then I I lost that before oh. I ever read it. So I still haven't read it, despite having owned it twice. <laughs> I've read that multiple times. I read it for a film class, and the whole semester we were talking about non-linear stories, and so we read The Unbearable Lightness of Me, and then we watched a bunch of movies. So we watched The Holland Drive. Did you watch The Unbearable Lightness we of Me movie? We did watch The Unbearable I Lightness of Me. I just don't understand why that was made into a movie, because... Well, our professor was like, we can watch it, but it's trash. It is. <laughs> it's trash. Um, because it's like, how can you make that story into a fan? Some things just shouldn't be adapted. Yeah. It's like, well, it's just sort of like, that That book is about ideas. It's not about the story. So to like make it into a movie, you're just making it about the story. And it's like, it's a really dumb story when you put it that way, you know? It's just like, oh, this dude is having sex with these two women, and one of them wears a hat all the time, and the other one has a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Fun story. Right? Well, but again, I mean, I wouldn't say, oh, I enjoyed reading, but it really made me think about things a lot, and about that idea that life is always playing a joke on us, and the more we think we have it under control, we don't really have it under control. You know, it's an illusion that we're in control. I, I like that a lot. What a good illusion. Yeah. Thanks for dinner, Mom. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. So much. For those of you planning your exact replica of our trip, the restaurant we were at is called Suko Thai, and it was delicious. Um, at this point, we went back to the Airbnb and waited for Susan. So the next thing you're going to hear is Susan arriving and then kind of a collection of clips from our exploration of some bars we went to the vintage which is a beignet and wine bar um we didn't really record very much in there because it was super loud and echoey but i can tell you that it was delicious and i highly recommend it we ordered flights of beignets and they were all these like fancy flavors and i was really into it then after that we went to the columns which is an old hotel that is kind of spooky and cool um also significantly filled with frat people but that's fine it was okay. still fun i'm recording now hi, hi. hi. <laughs> how are you oh, good 
How's your sickness? I know. Um, no, hold my on. This is much better. Oh, good. Antibiotics okay. are great. Whoa, there's like legit no lights. I know. I'm seeing if this is a light. Maybe. No, it doesn't appear to be a light. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna light the way. Okay. <laughs> That's like so strange. I wonder if we should um, ask her how to turn on the light. <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be. A light. <laughs> Look who it is. Can you see? Is everyone yeah. good? Okay. Well, not anymore. Sorry. Oh. Oh. She got that wrecked ass on her. <laughs> I refuse to get fixed because I don't want to be hurt. It's fine. It works. Please step on our movie. I like how there's a pillow back here. Yeah. That's my car pillow. It's my car pillow. We're going to get beignets and wine at a wine bar. Act two, wine bar. <laughs> the vintage. The vintage. vintage Bein a flight of beignets. <laughs> I'm in it for the wine. Yes. I'm in it for the beignets. And the friendship. And the friendship. Mm -hmm. And also the wine. Susan, I'm glad that someone else is in it for the wine. <laughs> I, you know I'm always in it for the wine. Because earlier, <laughs> I was like, does anyone want wine? And they were like, no, we're about to leave. And I'm like, exactly, I need wine. I need a leaving glass. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to get their glass, but everyone was like, no, we're leaving. I was fine with you having it. I was like, okay. And they were like, we're going. And I was like, well, I said nothing. <laughs> it was me. I. It was me. Let's all just get that out Everyone there. is wine shaming. And by everyone, I mean Kelly. Um, I was saying we're going to go get wine, okay. so let's yeah. just go. Wine shaming is <laughs> not cool. Glam, no, no, it's not like glam shaming, remember? <laughs> yeah. You were glam shaming. <laughs> we found a kitten. Why are you out here? What you need? <gasps> oh, oh, did you get this out? Hi, dog. Can we take a picture with the yeah. kitten? Yeah. Baby. Here. <laughs> one simple beignet, one fancy beignet. You can get a fancy slice for six twenty-five. I'm gonna do that. What's the difference between regular and fancy? The fancy ones are stuffed with different things, and it depends on what, like, they have different flavors. Oh. They probably say up there what the flavors are and stuff. I wish there was another thing. We are at a bar called The Columns in New Orleans. Emily, do you like this bar? Yeah, I do. I need to be able to hear you. Yes, I do. So we were trying to figure out if this place is haunted, and I found the history online, so I'm going to cover a little bit of it. This structure was originally built... Are you listening, yeah, Susan? it was built. In 1883. Originally. Originally, for a tobacco merchant named Simon Hernsheim. That being said, let's get into the hunting. That's how they also always talk about sneaker videos. They're like, with that being said, let's get into the video. 
only know that because Ivan makes me watch sneaker videos with him. Act one. Act three. The Columns Haunted History. So he uh, had this place. Stop. Yeah, this place built for his family, for his private residence. Then the Civil War happened. He had to go fight in the army. But then he came back. By 1883, Simon Hirschheim and his family had moved into their opulent home on St. Charles Avenue. All seemed to be well, but suddenly, tragedy struck. Hirschheim's beloved wife and sister died in 1895 of unspecified causes. Wait, what? Murder. Unspecified. And then it says, can you imagine the despair he must have felt at experiencing such a loss? It wasn't too long after their death that poor Simon decided to join them in the afterlife. By murdering the he the in 1898, he committed suicide by swallowing potassium cyanide. Did he do that here in this very building? I believe so. In this chair? In the 1880s chair? The chair Susan is sitting in is haunted. Such tragedy would be enough to create a haunting on its own, but the stately building on St. Charles would see a lot more action in the coming century. Now I'm going to read forward and see what else happened. Cold spots are felt in certain rooms, sending shivers down one's spine. The voice of an older man can be often heard in the lobby. The old mahogany bar, too, holds its secrets. If you visit it for a cocktail, you might just feel the presence of revelers and reprobates past. Or you might be accosted by a frat boy who wants to tell you your hair is pretty. Who do you think that guy was a ghost? That was a ghost. A ghost. Tonight, a ghost hit on Susan. Oh, from personal experience, this writer warns you to be careful in the ladies' restroom. It can sometimes feel like you're not alone in there, probably because the guy at the bar followed you in. Oh my god, I was in there earlier and I wasn't alone. There was like another lady in the bathroom with you. One time, I peed in there and Mary Kay was in there with me. Crazy! Not alone. Some ghosts don't seem to like electronic devices as chargers and other devices have been known to disconnect through unseen forces. It's it probably sounds like the building. It sounds like core wiring. Oh, this is a good one. People often report seeing a well-dressed gentleman either in the lobby or at the door to their rooms. He seems to like playing host. Visitors have even claimed to have spoken with him. He'll often ask guests if they need anything to make their stay more memorable. That's a person who works here. That's not a ghost. Could this be the ghost of Simon Hirschheim? No, it's a bellboy. It's a bellboy. He gets your bags. You give him a stupid ass because you're like, I could take my own bag. But I guess I'll pay you like $10. The strange... This, not a ghost. This section is titled, The Strange Little Girl and the White Lady. <laughs> you gotta watch out for white lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's probably supposed to be like, the white lady, but no, it's the white lady. Yeah, it's like, watch out for white lady. She has been seen by many floating across the ballroom in a long white dress. What's, what's in this room? This room? Room 10. Oh. Report on waking up in the dead of night only to see a middle-aged woman sitting on the bed beside them. One guest in particular reported seeing two middle-aged women in the bathroom area of room 10. When asked about them, the guest said she wasn't frightened of the apparitions. They just seemed sad. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) 
Okay. Hello. It is morning, sort of. It's 10.50. We're waiting for Emily to come back from her bar class. It's not morning. We've been awake for hours. <sighs> That's my fault. Hours! <laughs> I got up at, like, 7.50, and I was like... And then Emily was also up, and we were like, let's go get coffee and food. Oh, we should wake up Susan and Mary and ask them if they want to come. And then we went, and then we realized it was really early. It was fine. I usually get up early. Anyway. Yeah. No comment. As I'm sure you've deduced, it's morning. morning. We're planning our day. We're looking forward to everything we're going to do on this beautiful Saturday in New Orleans. But, fair listener... Things are about to take a dark turn. We have an update. Uh, do you want to talk about act something? Didn't we have three? We had Bonnie. We had, we had the wine bar, and we had columns. Yeah. Act four. Act four. A bad thing happened. Mary, take it away. <laughs> As the one member of the podcast that does not drink I volunteered to drive everyone I drove last night parked my car in a place that was suitable for parking on the side of the street and this morning we all woke up leisurely got ready and when I looked out the window I realized my car was gone I called the police they were very unhelpful and after not understanding the police woman for a long time, I finally figured out she was trying to give me the number for the impound lot. Called them. They had never heard of my license plate number. And, uh, so it's, it's just stolen. <laughs> so my car got stolen in New Orleans. That being said... Uh, we do not know what's going to happen. It is the weekend. So I'm sure New Orleans is hopping with crime. (laughs) Everyone knows people wait until the weekends to do their crimes. And supposedly... A police officer is going to call me back at an undisclosed time. I guess it's like the rapture. We do not know the time or place. That it will occur. So this is just one in a series of um, things that have gone wrong about this weekend. The first thing was that our original plan was to go see Ariana Grande because that was why we wanted to come here. And then we were bad at stuff and didn't buy tickets ahead of time and then went and looked and they were like $500 because, of course, scalpers bought them all and now they're on resale. So we were like, oh, it's fine. We'll just buy... Um, Ariana Grande t-shirts and then go sing uh, karaoke Ariana Grande. So we bought Ariana Grande t-shirts, but guess what? They got lost in the mail. So we didn't have those. And we were like, that's okay. And I was like, well, we're going to record this weekend. So I'm going to buy like a nice fancy field recorder type thing from Amazon. And I bought it and then it never showed up. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went to my Amazon account to look and it didn't look like I ever bought it. So I was like, I guess I just didn't ever press buy I guess (laughs) so then I bought it again like three days ago because I was like it'll get here in time and it still didn't show up and I went and looked again and the purchase was not there again 
even though I definitely did it. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? And then I figured out that my Amazon account has been locked for some reason. So with that being said, with that being, with said, that being said, let's get into the theory oh, about also, why this weekend. Uh, I got sick and oh yeah. But I made it here still. Susan, but there was a moment where I was like, oh no. Susan had a bacterial throat infection. Because you seem so fine. Yeah. With those antibiotics, girl? Yeah. And didn't somebody Highly else... recommend antibiotics. Was that everything so far? Uh, I mean, construction workers started. Yeah. Baking around at 7 a.m. That's true. And we're not allowed to have music, but that is actually a plus for Emily. So now we're going to get lunch and not what, cry. What could happen? <laughs> At this point, we uh, sat down for lunch at a very, very delicious vegan restaurant called Seed, which we, again, highly recommend, much like basically every place we ate while we were here. Uh, Then we went and did some shopping, just chilling, and then something else happened. So, update, Mary. The car has been found. And... It was not stolen. It got towed. Because apparently in New Orleans, you can't park 20 feet from a crosswalk, which no one knows. And there are no signs anywhere that would indicate this. And the lady at the towing place was like, well, they say that you should read up on parking places before coming to New Orleans. Who is they? Who's they? Who said that? I've never heard that. I've been to New Orleans before. Yeah. I've never heard that. Nor have I been towed. So, that's some information for you, everyone. If you're ever coming to New Orleans... Please read up on the parking laws. hmm That is all. Act 6. The 100 Baby Challenge. Did you get me saying, what about pee? No. Well, maybe. You're probably too far away. What about pee? That has nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. All right. Go on. So we are taking a break. And Mary and Susan were doing a little sleep. But Emily and I watched the 100 Baby Challenge, one of the videos. The single girl plays 100 Baby Challenge. You might remember this from my blog post about it. If not, you should go check it out. Yeah. We'll, We'll link to it in the show notes. We will. Thanks for adding more work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to download The Sims now. Yeah, it's really fun. I've been Sims playing the hundred. Right what? Oh, really? Um, I've been playing the for Mac challenge. Um, my original matriarch recently died, but um, on one of her children's birthdays, she texted to wish him happy birthday from beyond the grave. So that was a little creepy. Nice. Um, yes. What was her name? Haley. I named her Haley. I do random name generating for all the characters. So like, I just click random, random, random until like a name comes up that I'm like, okay, that's a good one. So she got named Haley. Um, my newest, um, matriarch is actually this name I took from um, Gingerbread because I was reading Gingerbread at the time when I had these twins. So I named the twins um, after two of the characters from Gingerbread. So the newest matriarch is um, Perdita. Nice. So that's our newest matriarch. And our newest addition to the household is a small little kitten 
So, you know, when you go to adopt a kitten on The Sims 4, you know, they come up and they have names. You can change the name once you adopt them, just like, you know, in real life when you go to a pound. But this kitten was named Spatula. And I was like, well, that's the one. And how can you, like, when you have a cat named Spatula, that's a, that's a choice. That's a name. So I had to stick with that. So now I have a little kitten named Spatula. I love it. Yeah. So that's been fun. But yeah, um, if you haven't checked out the 100 Baby Challenge videos on BuzzFeed Multiplayer, I really feel like Kelsey is very delightful and fun to watch. And she creates like really interesting, fun narratives so that you actually like kind of were like, what? I, I, wanna, I care about these characters. I kind of want to see what happens to them, you know? Yeah. So this has been Act 6, the 100 Baby Challenge. Yeah. We'll see you. At dinner. Fancy dinner time. Fancy dinner. Act seven, fancy dinner. Yep. Act seven, at seven. Yeah. Fancy Ooh. dinner. Nice. Nice. We are at Lillette, which is a, it's a French restaurant, and it's very fancy. And we're going to try to ask our waiter about his favorite book, but we're a little nervous about it. I'm nervous. Yeah. I don't really read Okay. Well, tell uh, us about a book that you read before that you liked. Um, I really liked the Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I thought... I liked Choke. Okay, also, I have read that one. Yeah, Choke. And then there was like... like I read like five or six of them in a row like seven or eight years ago. And they're all just so weird and twisty and you're like... Hard to guess what's going to happen. It kept me enthralled. Did you watch the Choke movie? I did. What did you think of that? I love the main guy. Uh, yeah. But, like, it was... He actually ate here the other day. Sam Rockwell. Oh, really? Yeah. Sam Rockwell? And I was like... Ooh. Oh, really? Sam Rockwell, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love him. Yeah. You know, it didn't follow the book that closely. I mean, well, it did have a lot of similar things, but it just kind of went off on its own thing at the end. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was our waiter. We did it. I did it. This is Emily. Goodbye. We were having a conversation about cheese because we ordered a cheese plate for the four of us and it was basically a cheese plate for one, but with the price of a cheese plate for four. <laughs> but we each, we each got one bite of each cheese. I mean, it was a delicious cheese plate. It was very, very good. Worth every yeah. dollar. I would call it more like a cheese sampler. Yeah. You just get a little taste. You don't get the whole thing. It was not properly named, but thank you. So in a in a callback to one of our previous episodes, we saw a man from 1950s Naples at the table by us. He was right out of my brilliant friend. I assume he is a shoemaker. He's wearing suspenders. He's got suspenders, a white tee with rolled up sleeves. No, he left. Um, that's why I feel comfortable talking about him this loudly. His favorite book is My Brilliant Friend. <laughs> for fucking sure. Um, slicked back hair, rolled up, cuffed white tee, black pants, black suspenders. Dating a woman from today's time. So I imagine they have a lot to talk about just in terms of like technological advancements and how he paid for the meal with a check. 
and stuff like that, you know? I'm just saying. If this doesn't make it in the podcast, it's okay. It can't all, it can't all go in. It probably will, though, because I don't have a super amount of content to work with. I just want to say, there are some middle-aged white people getting turned next to us. I love a good white middle-aged person getting turned. This whole restaurant's theme and brand is white middle-aged people getting turned. Those white middle-aged people next to us that are getting loud and turned, they're the people that, like, they tell all their friends, like, oh, my grandfather was in the mafia. And you're like, no. And they're like, yeah, no, he was. Listen to my accent, sort of. But he's wearing, like, a Vineyard Vines t-shirt. Like, he, no one was in the mafia. You know what I mean? He's just, like, a loud dude. Act 8. The lot. No, no, the, this is, I thought this was still Is act this seven. 7? This is still Act 7. I thought, oh yeah, that you're right, okay. Because this is still about the dinner. Act 7 continued. The lady at dinner. Act 7, part B. <laughs> Mary, take it away. Stay with us. Stay with us. So, there were, there was a whole table of middle-aged white people from maybe, hmm, I want to say Boston? Yeah. <laughs> Who were getting straight up... Turnt. Wine turnt. Bottles of wine were popping, being poured everywhere. One woman was eating shrimp. And the woman who was eating shrimp was sitting across the table from two gentlemen who kept hugging each other in a weird way. But every time one of them would say something, she would go, Bill! Bill, you're just so crazy! Bill! She screamed the name Bill upwards of like 20 times. Bill! You're so crazy, Bill! She called everyone at the table idiots at one point, which was exciting. And now we are gorged. We all got dessert and it was great. And we all had... Yummy entrees. She wasn't like sucky from And we have just approached where we parked my car and it's still here. And that is honestly a wonderful reason to celebrate. And that was the journey all along. Navigating? Yes. We are going to karaoke now. God damn it, Kelly. I'm so I'm so fucking sorry, Susan. Listen, doing? this is my time to shine, and Kelly wants to shut me down. All right, just let Susan talk. All right. Susan. They said, Tiara, you have a sparkle. <laughs> don't let anyone... <laughs> I cannot control my eyebrow. That's my eyebrow. Don't let anyone dull your sparkle. That's right. They said, Tiara, you have a sparkle. So, this is a Bachelor reference for you longtime I fans. I have no idea what you're talking Shout about. Shout out to longtime fans who can't control their eyebrow. Yeah, Tiara, if you're out there, I hope you're doing well. Her name is Tiara. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. T-I-E-R-R-A. Okay. Like Sierra, but with a T. Yup. That's um, correct. We're going to go sing. <laughs> um, Do you just see what I'm talking Yeah. About? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> just start driving. I'll figure it out. So drive through that yard. All right. We're going to go sing karaoke, but the map wants us to what appears to drive through someone's home. And... Look, sometimes you gotta be crazy and wild and just take a chance, you know? 
So what is everyone going to karaoke? Does everyone have a go-to karaoke I mean, song or are you mixing it up to, tonight? We're gonna be karaoke Ariana. Yeah. I've mainly only sung karaoke once. And what, what did you sing? I sang Crazy by Patsy Klein. Sparkly. Oh, I oh, was okay. thinking Britney Spears. Oh wow, we all have you different ideas. Yeah, I thought Patsy Klein. I was singing Crazy. Alright, is it over we are? No. Well, you can sing, so that's why you thought of it. Do you have a go-to song? Keep going straight. I'll, like. um, my go-to song is either Tainted Love by Soft Cell what? or... I don't understand. Um, okay. I think my phone is drunk. I'm going to look it up. Okay. What's It's called look, Cajuns. Dude, do you see... With like, a K. Yeah. Okay. My other go-to song is Leave Get Out by JoJo. Obviously. I heard that one live and I loved it and it felt dedicated to I me at the time it was conflicted because my go-to is ignition remix and i can't do that anymore oh yeah you can i mean <laughs> i can if i want to get murdered yeah you can just have to give a disclaimer up top hey my turn in here look i want to support yes. the artist left he's not getting paid for me doing this song we are here at Cajuns, which is a karaoke bar. Uh, we are doing, as as we promised, our, our Ariana Grande karaoke. I uh, put in for God is a Woman. Emily put in for Seven Rings. And I don't know if Susan and Mary are going to participate or not, but I guess we'll find out. But we can be on stage for each other's. By the way, this is Act 8. Act 8. Karaoke. So, Mary just found out that my name is not actually Kelly with an I, but it's Kelly with a Y. I feel betrayed. <laughs> Everyone else knew this but me, apparently. I learned it last time we were here while we were getting macarons. She got her debit card for years. She got her debit card and I saw the Y and I was like, did they spell your name wrong on the debit card? And she gave me a look like, oh honey, no. <laughs> okay, so this is the thing. When I was in middle school, uh, I wanted to be alt girl and my name was Kelly. And I was like, that's a cheerleader name. I hate it. So I wanted to like, oh yeah, nice. But, like, as, like, the person I am is not a very rebellious person. So rather than, like, giving myself a new name or, like, going by my middle name, which is Lee, which I could have done, I was like, I'm going to start spelling it with an I. Because that'll be really rebellious and cool. That'll make me a cool alt girl. So I started doing that probably in, like, sixth grade. And all my friends started spelling it with an I. And I, like, convinced everyone to start spelling it with an I because I was like, fuck, the name Kelly with a Y. And then it stuck, and uh, to this day, 
I still go by Kelly with an I. Well, now I feel like you have a nickname that's just your name but spelled different. Yeah, it is really stupid. Like on, on my driver's license and like my debit cards and stuff, it's Kelly with a Y. And every time I like go to like an official fit, I'll be at like a doctor's office or like at my new job, they'll be like, so is it like with an I or a Y? And I'll be like, well, legally it's with a Y, but in my heart, in my heart, it's real stupid. And I, I know I should just like go and like get it changed to make it official so it'd be easier, but I don't want to go through the trouble. It's a lot of trouble. Yeah. So that's that. Good story. Thanks. Oh, yes. Yes. Love it how I listen closely you can hear the sound of me refusing to rap um emily's mic seemed to not be turned on at this part so Thank you. 
Hello, here we are. We're back. I'm never you may have heard that we did some songs <laughs> and we did a bad job. And Emily's about to destroy the Airbnb and get us kicked out, especially because we're not allowed to have any music. And you just um, played music. You were playing music in here just now. I know. Uh, oh, are we recording right now? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh. I just wanted Susan to be able to say bye before she goes to bed. Good night, Susan. Uh, Ew! <laughs> You ruined my good night. <laughs> good night to everyone but Emily. Emily can suck it. Bye. <laughs> that was like an impossible sound. Because <laughs> I'm drinking middle Susan goes to bed, and just so we're clear, we are doing uh, Korean face masks at this point. So all of that lovely ASMR. Um, Unwrapping sound. That's what that is. Mm, I want vitamin C, I think. All right. Let me pick. Moisturizing or soothing? I think I want soothing. Spoiler alert. They all do love soothing. Probably. Hmm. Um, we're doing face masks, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Okay. It's squirting everywhere. Ooh, this is going to be so cold. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so scared. Good for your skin. I'm gonna be so cold just now. Wait, why is okay? Here we go. <gasps> is it so cold? It's oh god, it's so cold. Oh god, oh god. Oh my god. It's like oh my god. It feels pretty good actually. Yeah. Like after one second. Wait, yeah. does it matter what side goes on? No. no. Okay. I'm just gonna get all of my hair. Oh my god. I know my bangs are are finished at this point. <laughs> Should I take a picture? It's morning again here in New Orleans. Good morning. Good morning. This is our last day and it's very sad. We're going to go get breakfast and we didn't do a lot of what we said we were going to do as far as asking people about their favorite books. But you know what? You got a waiter and you got a mom. We're going to ask a barista this morning. We're going to ask... The barista. Just a quick FYI from the future. We don't ask the barista. Uh, sorry. Stay with us. Stay with us. Act nine. Breakfast. And I'll say what we learned. Yeah. Um, here we are at the French truck, which is a very good restaurant, coffee shop. And we had breakfast. And we're about to depart. And I'm going to go to the airport, and everyone else is going to drive and have lunch with some teacher who I've never met. And then it will be over. So I just thought we should say what we learned on this trip. I learned that uh, New Orleans has some rules about parking. I feel like you took Mary's. That's true. What did, what else did I learn? I've learned nothing other than that. Wait. <laughs> you go. <laughs> I too learned their rules. But also also that uh, even when things go really badly or not like you planned, it's okay to mm, be upset about it. Mm-hmm. And... 
just continue to try to figure it out. I don't know. It's like, it's nice to be able to be upset about it and have everyone say like, no, it's okay. This is upsetting. Yeah. Instead of like, why are you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I've learned that you can have an impound lot underneath the interstate. Um, (laughs) It seems like someone just claimed that land and was like, this is where it is now. I just thought it was weird. Um, Also, I learned that Mary is, like, kind of a badass. Like, I knew that you were, but you, like, you were like, okay, the car, the car is found. We're going to go get the car. I wish I could have seen you there. I assume that you yelled at someone. In my head, you did a, you made a scene. (laughs) There was, there was no scene. In reality, I know that you were really sweet to them, but I like to think that you went, like, full Slytherin and were just like, I will cut you (laughs) if you don't fix this. Yeah. Um, I also learned um, you don't realize how much you play music on the regular until you're in an Airbnb that won't let you play any music of any kind, including Mary's whistling. That's all. For for Emily, that was normal. Um, (laughs) Hi, this is Emily. I learned that no matter where I go, no matter where I am, there will be a bartender who insists that the Riesling that he's going to let me try is going to be the one that's going to make me like Riesling. Um, The answer to that is that no it won't but you know like i'll keep trying and every time people do that and then never gonna like it but uh, you know i appreciate the effort i don't know why everyone's so into trying to get me to like riesling i don't know there you go i've been thinking about what i learned and you learned that you can make vampires on the sims i learned a lot about the sims actually and I'm not mad about it. I learned that it's really hard to take group photos with self-timer on a DSLR. I learned... No, I actually didn't learn this because I already knew that I'm not a very good photographer. And I also didn't learn because I already knew that anywhere you go, a creepy dude will try to hit on you or your friend. From that creepy dude, I learned that I have pretty hair and <laughs> just kidding I knew that I could have told no. you that was also not a very I learned that you can tire swing as an adult but it hurts in a way that it didn't hurt when you were a child it hurts your butt that's all overall I think we learned that we like each other <laughs> Just kidding. We all already knew that, too. See, I, that's what I mean. Like, I learned nothing. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is what I learned. That people are really, really bad at choosing songs for karaoke. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, someone sang a Garth Brooks song. Someone sang Corn. But, first of all, I just want to say, like, Corn is, like, a fine karaoke choice. <laughs> but What? But. I appreciate it. In a sea of weird Garth Brooks slash old rock songs no one had ever heard there was single d's singing lizzo yes and you know what he if won you're, if the you're night. out there single d's we love you we love you, you did so good and i recorded some of it put it we'll put it up yeah i loved that that was definitely the best song of the night i would say he worked the crowd he did work the crowd he had a fan yeah, that was amazing. He had props. 
Yeah, I need to like do. I need to practice like a dance routine for a karaoke song. Because also that's the other thing is like I get up on stage and I'm like, what do I do with my body and my hands? I think you should get like you need to buy an Ari ponytail. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. But put it in on stage. Yeah. Clip it in on stage. And just put it on top of your normal hair. Yeah, yeah. You like. (laughs) Gee, thanks. Just bought it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. guys i hope you enjoyed this experiment please follow us on social media we are at bookswag goals on twitter instagram and facebook you can also find us at our home on the web bookswaggoals.com subscribe rate and review etc we love you thanks for listening bye